Welcome, 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 everybody. Bringing you in with a little soul because my soul is feeling good right now. It's about to kick off the fantasy, well, the NFL football season. And you can hear those breaking updates as I got my co-host here, Pete, who's on in the middle of a draft as well. Pete, how's it going? Going well. That was a hot jam. What was that steamy joint? Oh, that's called the Marcus King Band. Uh, this this redheaded guy, 18 years old, is the one singing there. And he's got some pipes on him. And I just discovered them. And actually, they're going to be in Petaluma, which is uh, home of Lagunitas Brewing. And uh, just about... Sorry, I'm on the clock. I, you, I wasn't paying attention, but I like this. I like the song, but uh, more important stuff going on right now. All right, Pete, who are you drafting on the clock right now? Kareem Hunt or DeAndre Hopkins? I'll go. Uh, Hunt. I go. Oh, I, I would have picked Nuke there since you already had David Johnson. But uh, those two, I mean, I don't know. Both good picks. So it's deep. I can get uh, Anthony Miller in like the fourth round. Yeah, he's he's a chump. Yeah, right. He's gonna be dancing all over your shit secondary on Sunday night. Oh man, this is gonna be a great game. Well. We can get into a little of the predictions about the games coming up here in a bit, but uh, Pete, how excited are you? Fantasy football, NFL? Tell me, tell me your thoughts right now. Um, I, my my dick has split in two to signify a rock hard eleven on a scale of one to ten. Well, uh, I can tell you, I'm equally as excited, and uh, I'm thrilled by our our, our successful online draft uh, that actually that worked out pretty well. It was one of the quickest drafts we've ever had because we weren't in person, which was kind of sad. It was, but uh, you know, maybe we can do that every couple of years or so. Certainly, I think we need to. Um, had I gotten married later in the year, I was actually going to do a try to maybe do a bachelor party draft, which would have been pretty awesome. But you know. Kind of got itching to, to get married, so had to get that done. Yeah, I got to do that little thing. Yeah. Well, Pete, let's talk a little bit about the draft. Uh, let's, how, what were your impressions? How did people do? Um, why don't you feed me something? Uh, well, first overall pick uh, goes was Aaron Rodgers. What do you think about that? Garbage. He's going to get hurt in the first game. Good luck with that, Vaughn. I think it was a smart draft choice by Vaughn. He was pretty stacked with his keepers, with David Johnson, uh, ODB. You know, he he could go. He went quarterback, quarterback, back to back there, and I don't think that was a bad strategy considering who he had on his bench already. That's true. Um, yeah, to be fair to Vaughn, he didn't know that Khalil Mack was going to obliterate Aaron Rodgers' collarbone in the first week of the season at the time of the draft. So. I'm sure he would take that one back if he could, but oh well. John Gruden is in this world, so there's not much we can do about it except sit back and reap the rewards. Yeah, that can't believe they let him go, but uh, traded him away. But heck of a deal for the Bears. Not looking forward to facing him twice, but you know Rogers gets the ball out so quick that Khalil's not even going to get finger on him. You want to make a bet on that? I'll bet he puts him in the dirt at least once. Sunday twice. I I think that's a fair uh, a fair. I, I I would take the uh, under on a one point five sacks for him, but uh, I don't think he, he. I think with everybody starting fresh at the beginning of the season, I think. So. Pete, you're on the clock again. How did you know that? I can hear every sound. It is so loud when it comes through. 
it's not that bad for me. So, <laughs> uh, well, you know, anyhow, um, who are you picking now? Who you pick? Well, Devontae Adams, not going to draft that bum. I got to go with Gronk. I don't think I've ever owned Gronk before. What a blast that'll be. Did it. So, so recap your first three picks there. You sound like you're doing pretty good. Well, let me explain the league here. It's a different different kind of league. Um, I think my cousin started it, I think, last year. It's um, it's a $100 buy-in, and then uh, the high score every week, every week there's a $50 payout. So if you win two weeks, you win your money back. And then I think the uh, there's no there's no cash. There's only eight teams, so it's like a loaded league. And um, you win 50 bucks a week, and then the uh, the first round of the playoff, there are no winners, and then the uh, playoff winner uh, wins 100 bucks. So it's fun. It's different. Yeah, it uh, sounds, sounds a little different. I tried to introduce some new uh, – new things to shake up our league and nobody wants to be different. Everybody's just playing in vanilla. So uh, this is, I wouldn't want to do this kind of league with, with our league. Oh no, no. But the, you know, I think I had some good proposals uh, in there, but let's talk a little bit about the world changes that uh, passed. We can talk a little bit more about the ones that didn't uh, in a bit, but so quick Wait summary of the rule changes for our league. Yes. Did you need to say something, Peter? I see your hand is raised. <laughs> I'm not. I'm obviously not looking at Ben. Normally, I'm looking at Ben, but I'm, I'm looking at my draft screen. But I forget he can see me. Um, I cannot I, see you. I didn't. You you can see me, right? No, I can't. But that's okay. How did you know? Oh well, I, my hand was up on my, my <laughs> hand, uh, but it was my. I have one hand up. Um, so well, anyway, <laughs> uh. Are we done? I was just asking, are we done talking about the draft, or do you want to hit any more notes on the draft? Oh, just just quick recap for people. No roster limits on quarterbacks, so uh, draft away. Pick them all up. Uh, there is uh, no consolation bracket prize. Um, getting to pick the draft spot like Vaughn did this year wouldn't have mattered. We had it in place for one year. Vaughn picked the, the first spot. Um, there's no draft slave. We need to find a replacement for that, so noodle that, boys. Somebody come on here, pitch some ideas. And then finally, I instigated a trade deadline that was not agreed upon. And Pete, I think you'll appreciate this uh, dictator uh, move that I made, but I just declared that it's going to be November 24th, which is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Uh, that's in line with what we had last year and uh, worked out really well. I don't think there's any issue with that. That is, I've, I've, I think we've had that every year. I remember there was an issue with that one year. People were like, oh, it's not this. I was like, yeah, it is. It's always been this. So I wrote that into the rules, so there's no no discussion about it. So it's there. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, did you hear that? I heard a little beeping. I didn't know if that was my computer or your computer. Yeah, I'm still getting work emails. I'll turn those off. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's just jump into it. Let's talk about, um, you know, what – what could have been, uh, I still think that we need to do a one QB, one super flex league, be super fun. Uh, pretty much the same as we have this right now. And it would, the only difference would be that you could have more quarterbacks and you could start a quarterback or you could start a wide receiver or tight end any week you want. 
makes bye weeks a little bit more enjoyable with the guys that you have on your roster rather than moving guys around just to pick up some shitty QB. Uh, that's fair. I, th- I think, um, I think- oh my God, Pete, that is so loud. Well, it's not loud for me. That's what everyone needs to remember. It's my turn now. And Mike Evans, Fitz, Diggs, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek. Think so? Yeah. Evans could be good, but we don't know what Tampa Bay is going to be like. All right. So, I drafted you know, can you can you mute those uh, notifications or uh, do anything about that at all? Yeah, I think I muted it. Ah, fantastic. Um, oh, the other thing I want—I didn't get really your perspective on Pete, but uh, that I've heard that can be in a new uh, new idea for teams or for leagues are an empire league. And I explained this to a few people, but essentially, if somebody were to win the league three years in a row essentially establishing an empire over the league, the entire league would reset and there would be a uh, brand new draft the next year. So no keepers, nothing. And uh, somebody can declare themselves the the supreme uh, leader of the league by winning that empire. Um, it, w- it would be really hard to do, but I think if we're going to continue this league for decades to come, it would be interesting to see if that ever came up. As supreme leader, do you get to do anything you want? I, I mean, we—it's open to discussion. I feel like there should be some kind of huge benefit for that, or maybe some sort of rolling pot that builds up over the years. Um, supreme leader, I would just win every game, and then I would continue to be supreme leader. That's how it works with supreme leaders. Right, you are. Well, somewhat. I don't want to have a North Korean fantasy football draft. I would prefer, I just don't understand the draw of that. Man. That doesn't make any goddamn sense to me at all. It's a complicated topic. I wouldn't expect you to grasp it right away, but just something fun to strive for, for maybe Blecka. Maybe he's going to go back to back to back. No, that's good for him. Why would we reset everything? <laughs> I, I just, this rule is never going to get passed. No, I just think it would be fun to go back to to the old days where we, you know every player was available. That would be a fun draft. That would be the the ultimate draft that we could have in person. Everybody getting together and every player is on the board. It'd be wild. I I I, I agree. I just think drafting is just so overrated. Like whatever it's. <laughs> Really, you don't win your league drafting. I won one year picking Jamal Charles. The year Jamal Charles tore his ACL, I had him in the first round. You don't you don't win your draft with these first round picks all the time. Like you're you're much more likely to win if you hit on the late round picks with the guys that no one really knows about that no or that you don't even know about when you're drafting them. You just hit on them and then doing the waiver wire right. That's how you win the leagues. Definitely did not mute that notification. I think if I mute it, then I mute you. Oh, well, can't you mute it within the the web browser, not on your computer entirely? Oh, okay. Um, But anyway, what we were talking about, yes, I do think that we should 
bump up the keepers to four keepers. You're right. <laughs> well, we got that deep sleeper keeper. And, and Pete, yours may have, uh, I'm going to toot your horn a little bit here. With my deep sleeper keeper pick this year, you got James Conner, which is uh, looking into being in a really good spot right now. I've got him on my team, but he could be very well uh, uh, a great pickup for you next year. Yeah. Oh, I'm on the clock. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, my God. Forgot. Well, we were you distracted me, Ben. That was your fault. I was uh, you said that I, we got distracted by noises, and that's obviously that's one of the main distractions for people with my disease. So, not my fault that there was additional noises. Um, what were we were saying that there needs to be multiple keepers. Oh yeah, I just I, I agree with that. There should be multiple keepers. Um, yeah, let's talk deep sleeper keepers because that's I, that's one of the most fun ones for me. Yeah, so here, I'll, I'll list them off. We got Chris Godwin for Vaughn, Jordan Wilkins for Sean, Antonio Callaway for Travis. Hold on. Wait. Let's talk about, wait, Chris Godwin, is is he on that's the Bills? Was he on the Bills? Where's Chris Godwin? Tampa? Um, I think so. Hold on. I can't type. This image is way too small. That's a deep, deep keeper. Either way, if he's on either one of those teams. Yeah, he's he's on Tampa Bay. I think Jameis sucks. I'm I'm so done with Jameis. Yeah, we'll see if he plays this year uh, and gets back in there. <laughs> After his performance on Hard Knocks last year, I think everybody's off the Jameis train. And his old eating the fingers. Um, I, he's just not good. I've I've owned him for and uh, at least one year, and he's just he's terrible. He's not fun to watch. He makes terrible decisions guy. He's going to play this year, but I just don't think he's going to be effective. Or maybe he'll rise from the ashes. Who knows? What else do you think here? We got uh, Antonio Callaway. So Travis was definitely uh, into the hard knocks season this year. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah that, that's the only reason for drafting Antonio Callaway there. Or Travis was high and drunk. But good luck with that, Boner Champ. Go Brown. Uh, Martavis Bryant was by uh, McBroom, and I'm pretty sure he just got cut or failed the drug test, right? Um, the first one. Uh, I think it was both, yeah. actually. Well, after giving up a third-round pick, which I didn't I either forgotten about or uh, didn't know, the Raiders traded a third-round pick for him. And then they thought maybe that he might uh, there might be some trouble happened after the Mac trade, and then they just cut him without even like trying to figure it out or anything. So, good job, Raiders. They've been just killing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, what else we got here? Curtis Samuel, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, I think, is a great deep sleeper keeper. That could work out really well. Quarterbacks are rookie quarterbacks and might be good for that round. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one for rookie quarterbacks last there. Um, I thought my I got uh, Deonta Foreman before um, right before Josh Allen. Uh, you got yeah, Deonta Foreman. You got him. Yeah, that's a good one. 
Yeah, I think he kind of slipped down there. And uh, I noticed I, Howard picked up Darius Geis. And the day after the draft, I looked at uh, you know some of the news and I saw that he tore his ACL. And I was talking with Howard. I'm confused. Why would you pick up a guy who's done for the season who tore his ACL? Is he really projected to be worth, you know, the 12th round pick next year after not playing a single game this season? I I love that pick. Did Howard did Howard get back to you? Or did you, did you talk to him? Uh, just briefly back and forth. Uh, but no, he, he didn't rationalize it. He thought the same thing, that it'd be good for next year. But I don't know. We'll see. Here and then he was impressing, I guess, in camp. So far, and he was going to be their starter. They went out and got AP. Um, I, I thought it was a good move. I was thinking about taking him, but I, I, I took another. I took an injured running back, second year, Donta uh, Foreman, and he might not come back. I mean, Geis is out the whole year. Foreman should come back at some point, but similar situation. I, I liked the move. Kudos, Howard. And then uh, we've got who else? Uh... Wrapping it up here, Javorius Allen. Um, yeah, that's that's about it for Buck Allen. I think he's whatever. Um, I'm up again. Cooks, uh, uh, Logan Henry, Collins. I'm gonna try to talk over your beeping because I think it mutes it a little bit. I just I went with Juju. Why not? He's fun. Yeah, it's got a good name. But this league, that's what this league's all about. It's not like oh, I want to consistently win. Want to want to swing for the fences. Yeah. Well, speaking of Juju and his teammates, what are you? Uh, what are your perceptions on uh, the Le'Veon Bell situation here, Pete? Weird. Do you think he's justified? Do you think the who's on the right side here? Pittsburgh. Le'Veon, neither. Yeah. Side with Le'Veon there. I think uh, they both have have rational points there. I mean, I, Le'Veon, I, I wouldn't want to put my body through the wear and tear on a franchise tag either. If you're going to go somewhere else, but uh, I understand what Pittsburgh's doing too. I think it's more than that. I think he's trying to make a point for running backs, the position of running back. And I love running backs, so I'm going to side with him on that one. Well, I was pretty thrilled to get James Conner on my team, even though you have him as your deep sleeper keeper. I'm uh, thrilled to have him. I'm just loving. I'm just kind of sitting back with some popcorn, watching all these reports come out and seeing people, you know, through podcasts and Twitter and stuff, freaking out about uh, Le'Veon, what, what his status is going to be. Is he coming back on Saturday? Is he coming back, you know, week two? Or is he just holding out till week 10, um, the, the absolute latest, and to still be eligible to play next year? You got any predictions on that? No. I'm not nearly as interested in this storyline as you. I think he'll play. And, um, I, 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 they're about to play football on the field, so <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, uh, I mean, obviously I'm invested in it. I'm sure Josh is looking at these things too as well. He's got him as a keeper, which even if he doesn't play, he's still a good keeper for him. Uh, for next year, but Josh, if you're you're interested in uh, getting some security there and getting his handcuffed, come talk to me or anybody else for that matter. Um, I'm I'm I could hold on to him; he'd be great for me, especially if Le'Veon sits out. But 
This isn't about, this isn't Ben's, you know, little prostitute party, but let's talk some football. God damn it. All right. So tonight, Pete, Falcons, Eagles, how are you watching? Where are you watching? What do you got planned? Over. I'm excited to hit the over in uh, a lot of the games. I, I uh, Early in the year here, I, I, I think it's going to be uh, high scoring. I think this, you know, people have brought this up. Sorry, it's not as loud when I speak over. You're, who, are you, who are you picking? You're on the clock, Pete. Yeah, I know. Um, Just wanted to remind you in case you couldn't hear. I don't have a quarterback. Uh, oh, flex. I gotta go running back here, though. Only got two running backs. I've got David Johnson, Kareem Hunt, Stephon Diggs, Larry Fitzgerald, Rob Kroski, Juju Smith-Schuster. Like I said, every, every team is loaded. But uh, is it a one QB league? Yeah, yeah. Then I was just talking to my cousin um, earlier about that, and I think when we got we tried to switch it. Um, I just I took Lamar Miller running back. I think he's fuck. I shouldn't have done that. I don't need solid though. I want. I gotta go for the fences. No, what round are you in? Six, seven. Um. Yeah, seventh. Yeah, I'd hold off another couple rounds so you swing for the fences. Are there any uh, quarterbacks you're hoping that'll fall down that you're gonna kind of targeting? I always kind of see like those Matt Stafford's. Uh, the Drew Brees ones are, are kind of good after those top tier ones go off. Brees is a, Brees is a top tier. I, I'd put Brees right with Trubisky. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think he's at the bottom of the, the highest tier. Drew Brees is, but you know, if he falls to you, that that'll work. I think Stafford's a good pick too. Uh, uh, Mitchy T. We'll see. Kind of like oh, Cam Newton just went. Um, thinking. Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is a swing for the fences pick. Um, Mahomes. Anyway, we were talking. What were we talking about? Well, we're we're talking about tonight's game, Pete. Right. Oh yeah, the over. I think yeah, it's going to take an adjustment period to get used to the uh, helmet rule and the new kind of style of football that they're playing. And um, I'm looking forward to betting the over. Over is always a lot of fun and. I think it's going to be a good bet this early. So I've got the over. I think I have it at 45, 45 and a half. Um, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win. Uh, I really have no idea. The line I think started at two and a half or three. And I looked at it today. It was down to one. Um, Philly, Philly minus one. I, I don't know what to do there. Who do you think is going to win? I'm going to go with Atlanta here. Uh, the Super Bowl slump, I think, is a real thing. Um, you know, Alshon's still out for the Eagles. They're missing a lot of the guys that they won the Super Bowl with. Um, so, yeah, I, I got to hand it to the Falcons. I think Matt Ryan's good. I think their team is stacked. I just hope um, Julio, you know, doesn't do anything. I hope he's just quiet. I don't want him to get hurt or anything like that, but I'm up against McBroom, and I just need Julio to be a little baby in the corner. I just realized that by the time everyone listens to this, that the game is going to be well over. So, we probably oh yeah. Should... Oh, well, here, let's let's do some score predictions. I'm going to go. Um, uh, let's go. What 31-24 Atlanta? 
Oh, I love it. It's the over for me, healthily. I was going to go 31-something, too. Um, that's, I like that one. 31-27. Uh, on the clock again. I just muted it, but I was. Uh, and then I think, I think Atlanta. All right. I, I kind of think the Eagles, but whatever. Let's not talk about it. The game's over now. So All right. good job. We, we should just edit in whoever wins. Can you do that? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to spend the time doing that, but it's a good thought. I think Eagles. I think Atlanta. Uh, I'm on the clock, so I'm distracted. Should yeah. I go Chris Thompson? What are your other options? Should I go quarterback? What QBs are available? Chris Thompson. Nope. Yep, I'd go Chris. QBs will fall. All right, so let's let's look at our, our league. Let's turn and look at ourselves. Uh, pretty much starting, staying largely the same this year with team names. Um, got a couple changes. I don't know. Josh hasn't updated it on Yahoo, but I thought he was going in as a three tight end set. That's what he came into the draft as, but it, it still appears to be horizontal pass plays online. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always been the child-eating pill, man, because that's a Badass fucking name, but uh, in my my cousin's draft here, I'm Murder Factory, which is awesome. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, myself, I'm Chicky Chicky Palm Brom. It's Chicky Chicky Palm Brom. And we got some other great names. Oh yeah, if you got a good drop for me, I'll uh, insert it in here into the podcast. But we also got Pigskins. I'm so glad you still have that. Oh yeah, I could not get rid of that one. I'd forgotten that that existed for a second, or for you know several months. But that's it's great to hear that. Oh uh, yeah, get on our kid. <laughs> He's uh, is he still over in Croatia? Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think he's he's posting a bunch of that. So it, uh, eight days ago, right? Just a week ago, yesterday. So yeah, yeah. And uh, the other change in name is uh, Father Time. So I can't use the Sabrosito drop anymore. But Father Time, I'm I'm thinking Sean feels really old now that he's got a three or a two year old and another one on the way. Oh, um, no. Unfortunately, I don't think that's the genesis of that name. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. See, now you've put me in a tough spot here. Then I'm glad that the rest of the league wasn't here there to witness this, but uh, me, Blecka, and Brett were when I asked Sean about his team name, and Sean was had this pre-prepared, ready to rock. <laughs> Father Time is undefeated, which was. If it didn't take him six months to write that joke, uh, it would have been a really good one, and it's still decent. But uh, yeah, that's it's not. I don't, I, may, I don't know. Maybe there's some Freudian subconscious. You're on the on the board again, on the clock. Russell Wilson just went. I feel like I should take a quarterback. Who are your quarterbacks? I'd go Breeze. Breeze has got to be there, right? Luck, Luck, Roethlisberger. Excuse me. Trubisky, Luck, Roethlisberger, Cousins, Stafford, Breeze, Ryan. I'd go Stafford or Breeze. I think those are 
you're going to get solid numbers out of both of those. Unless you're swinging for higher, then you go luck. But <laughs> yep, there we go. Done. Andy Luck. Andy Luck. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Sean's team name's a little uninspired. If that's the whole thing that Father Time is undefeated, that's like naming your team off uh, to your grandma, because nobody beats off to your grandma. So uh, it's 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 pedantic and, and immature, Sean. You you got better in you, I know, but I guess you know raising a family is kind of taxing. So maybe maybe that's all he's got. He's got dad jokes now. Yeah, that was a good. Eat off to your grandma. It took a, it's a stretch, but it's it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I like the continuity of people keeping their names. It's fun, but also it's fun to see different team names. Yeah, I always enjoy switching it up. I mean, unless I you know win, I, I probably wouldn't disrupt the system. But that hasn't quite happened yet, so it's got to quit keep changing. You're terrible at this game, Ben. It's, it's fantastic for all of us. <laughs> I, I won last year, so I don't know what we're talking about. You were wearing the crown during the draft? Uh, I won the regular season in third in third place, but in the playoffs. Talk to me with the crown on your head, baby boy. Oh, speaking of, where did the crown get delivered? Yeah, Blacka just held on to it. Oh, yeah. Stupid Blacka. Um, he didn't wear it very often, but I did, I did, I did make him wear it for a little while. Um, Sean Carr, God, of course, everyone would not want to do the draft when Sean Carr's drafted. That should have been the reason we should, we should, the new rule should be no draft slave unless it's Sean Carr. Cause then everyone make it a point to come to boss around Sean Carr. I, that I'm seriously proposing this rule. No, no draft slave unless it's Sean Carr. That's my new rule. Yeah, but how are we going to entice him to come if he knows that that's happening? Because Sean's a good sport and he'll do it. Otherwise, we'll just I don't know. We circuit his robot circuits. <laughs> oh, somebody just drafted James Conner. That's a good move. What then? Fuck you. Why didn't you tell me about? Uh, draft James Conner. We spent like 45 minutes talking about Le'Veon Bell and here I am sitting like a putz with my thumb up my ass not drafting James Conner. Yeah, you should have picked him instead of Chris Thompson, huh? Yeah. And you're on the clock again. Thank you for... Oh, you were quick there. What do you mean? Uh, you muted it or something. I started typing. I, I said that's a good move. I don't think I even know who I'm talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. We also forgot to talk about injuries. Uh, McKinnon, man. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, well. Drafting defense. Boom! Gone! Suck my dick, motherfuckers! Who got... Who'd you get? Bears defense. Oh, yeah. Always, always playing with your heart there, Pete. All right, Pete. Well, let's let's talk about our league and let's talk about the matchups. Um, you know, these predictions are just gonna be totally um, based in no reality. But you're up against uh, Josh Damn. in the horizontal pass plays. What's yeah, that? No, it's of course it's not based in reality. It's called fantasy football. <laughs> what do you expect? 
Well, yeah, all the predictions though are based off last year's numbers and not a whole lot of uh, context to for those. But so you're going up against Josh, lucky bastard, without Le'Veon Bell. Looks like you're going to be doing pretty good for this. Yeah, I wasn't worried to begin with. But it's uh, I don't know. I kind of want to go up against the best, beat the best. Um, I do wait. I, What was that? I got. I'm. I told everyone to suck my dick, motherfucker, and now they're just telling me to whip it out with a little fella out, and I'm telling them that it's cold out. So. And, oh, just an invigorating conversation there, Pete. Thanks for sharing. You asked, kind of. Um, I I I was saying that I, I like the uh, where we do the lock of the week and keep track of that. I like that part. Oh, so you're asking me to keep track of things again? Okay. <sighs> so many duties. Being commission is hard. Yeah, I know. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so who's your lock of the week, then? I don't know. Me. Oh, I, this is, we're just starting. I was just telling you I like that. I like oh. doing it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So you're up against... Uh, Against Naman, um, he's got Cousins and Taylor. You've got uh, baby boy Trubisky and Goff. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really even know what to say about these games. I mean, everybody's got teams that look really good because we all drafted right now, and teams are looking pretty solid. But Josh is kind of hurting without Le'Veon, uh, without Carson Wentz. So both of those are kind of hurting him. He's looking for a, a comeback later this season. I'm guessing. So I think you got this one pretty well handed, Pete. I think, yeah, I'm probably going to go 14 and 0 and then lose Shankar in the playoffs. I can only hope. I can only hope. All right. Well, speaking of Shankar, let's see. Oh, it's, a, it's an executive branch battle. We've got former presidents head to head to each other and we got Mariota and Luck versus Watson and Roethlisberger. Todd Gurley versus Cook. I mean, clearly you can tell whose team is who. Howard's got all these stupid Vikings on him. Yeah. Vikings, uh, Vikings are my third least favorite NFC North team. <laughs> um. So did you see, I don't know if you uh, ever peruse 538.com or know who Nate Silver is, but they do a lot of sports and politics predictions and model building and things like that. And they've, they've, I know what 538.com is. I have an Asian friend. <laughs> well, they've predicted that the NFC North is the toughest division in football this season. And I mean, I it's pretty I mean, obvious argument that all these teams here are pretty stacked. Obviously. And we're going to have a clear uh, leader in the NFC North after uh, Sunday night's game. Um, how do you figure that? Because what if the Vikings and Lions win? Then... But they won't. They don't play each other, and they don't. That wouldn't be an NFC division game. So, Fair enough. That's the... how that's how football works, Pete. Who do the Vikings play this uh, week? I know. Oh. The Lions... Play 
someone. They play San Francisco. Uh, the yeah. Vikings do. I'm on the clock. Pick another quarterback, Pete. That's a good idea. Who's left? That's why you got to keep talking. Going with Breeze. That way, if luck flames out, I got a pretty solid backup. Yeah, I think that's a really good pick right there. Probably. You know what the best part about living on the West Coast is? Sounds like an advertisement. Is it that you get advertisements sent directly into your brain? (laughs) Yes, of course. We all plug into the Google Net here. What is it? Uh, that everything starts earlier that, uh, you know, the, the game on Sunday night starts at five thirty, which means that I can be done uh, with the game by nine thirty and be celebrating all night long that the Packers have won. I got hours to go while you guys are tucked nicely into your beds, crying yourselves to sleep. Do you honestly think that West coast time zone is better for watching sports? Uh, I'm an early kind of morning kind of person. So yeah, I'm up at 10 o'clock anyway. So I'm happy to see those games on at that time. Start out there. Four o'clock, the night game. Are you five thirty? A lot of people aren't even home from work. It's a Sunday. Nobody should be working. Well, it's different, but oh, well, Monday nights and Thursday. We get, we get two Monday night games this week. We get a West Coast game and an East Coast. My And then my favorite part about it, um, which is just just the goddamn dumbest thing in the world, and it never makes any sense uh, that they they broad they're broadcasting it on Monday night, and then they but they broadcast it as Thursday night football. They do that for the Saturday games too. It's so fucking dumb. It's like yeah, the branding of it. I don't get it. Get the branding, but it's like like who are who are you trying to like? The name of it isn't. It's Thursday is night football because that's the day of the week. It's not this. It's not the product. You're not bringing a product. It's God. It, it's just so dumb to me. Yeah, there's somebody in marketing who's never watched a football game before who's leading that that whole enterprise, and they're like, "Yep, we got to be consistent in our branding, otherwise people will get confused." Oh, and they're not going to confuse people by pretending that it's Thursday on a Monday. I think they are. I think they're. It's it's stupid. Very dumb. Um, anyway, there's a lot of dumb things in the world. Dum 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 dum. Like you and fantasy football. <laughs> I, I make some bonehead moves time to time. I'm actually just guilty of uh, just over-managing my team. I'm always the leader in waiver moves. I, I was going to say you overthink, you overthink shit instead of just like letting things play out. Yeah, well, I'm pretty happy with my team this year, so I think I'm going to – we'll see how things go right now, but I, I think for the first few weeks I'm just going to, you know, just kind of let things work them out for themselves. So let's, we might as well talk about my matchup. So it's me against uh, Chubby Rumple Pigskins, and we're two of the highest uh, projected scores this week, so it should be a good one. Uh, now, like I said, I'm, uh, I'm worried about Julio Jones tonight, but I don't know, man. I, I'm really liking my running backs. I, I like – Fournette, I like Collins a lot. I mean, I, I'm starting four RBs this week, unless I can figure out who to swap out for Josh Gordon, but I, I don't know if I can do that. Oh, Pete, um, you're on the clock. You're distracted. Who are you picking? I, I already picked. I picked Roberto Aguayo. No. Oh. Kickers. Who I'm going to pick next. So what do you think, Pete? You think I should wedge Josh Gordon in there and take out Dion Lewis, or? Yeah, I think that's um, a great move. 
Yeah, I can't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that then you should go with your heart because it's usually wrong and funny for the rest of us. Yeah, well, I think my heart is telling me get get Flash in there, but uh, my brain is saying, you know, maybe they'll have him on account. Uh, I don't know. He's not starting technically, so whatever. I got him for the rest of the season. I, I'll just be excited next week once he... If he goes off this week on my bench, I'll just know great things are in store for me for the rest of the season. That reminds me of another beef that I have. Um, sports media. Uh, our modern day sports writers are so lazy with nicknames. Flash is just borrowing from a uh, pitcher in the 70s. They're just borrowing. Everyone else is just like, a-Rod or B-Doc or T-Bird. It's just like, have have some fun. Like, name a superhero. Like, magic. Whatever happened to magic? Or his airness. Like, they, they used to have such better nicknames. What did you say Tariq Hill's nickname was earlier? Tyreek the Freak? The Freak. Javon Curse was the Freak. There's been a million Freaks. Is that? No, I thought you said it was, you, I thought you had a different name. But still, that just proves my point. There's, like, Ooh. people... What does that mean? I don't know. I heard beeping. I don't know. Um, anyway, our sports writers are lazy with uh, nicknames. So all those sports writers listening to this, get on that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even things with like Josh Gordon, where they're like Air Gordon. It's like, okay, you took Air Jordan, you repurposed it, but it really doesn't make sense because – it's not like he's, I mean, he's known for being fast, not for, you know, dunking. So, yeah, I, I think they, Pete, why don't you infiltrate that? Where's Bob Dabrowski? And can't you, I have all different nicknames for people. Can you get Bob Dabrowski? Is he around? Can you conference him in? Can we get him on this? What, what names can he come up with? I don't live with the guy. Well, I didn't know if you could get him on like, you know, a conference call or something. I'll text him. We'll see. We'll see. What do you got for Mitchy T? What what nicknames you got? Mitchy T isn't a very good name, but you know it suits him because he's stupid and bears are. And uh, the the players came up with one that's perfect. It's the Pretty Boy Assassin. That's an awesome nickname. That, that's you see of uh, I I think that was Pernell McPhee that came up with that last year. That's a great that's a great nickname. What about Cleo Mack? What nicknames he got? That's one where I don't. His name is Khalil Mack, and he's a devastating outside linebacker. I mean, you couldn't have a more perfect name for a person in position. So I, I don't think he's one that really needs a nickname. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a badass name Khalil Mack is. Yeah, it it sounds fierce and frightening. My favorite part. I was list. I listened to his press conference and. Uh, they were talking about the pressure of being the highest paid defensive player in history. And you know, he's like, yeah, it's definitely pressure. Um, he's like, you know, that's just, I want to be the best. I strive to be the best. You know, that's who I am. That's just me. That's what comes with the Mac. I was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> that's what comes with the Mac. If I was, I'm not choosing my team. That's what comes with the Mac. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be saying that's what comes with the Mac a lot throughout the season. I think you should you should just call it the secret world of Khalil Mack. 
That's what comes with the Mac is so much better than that. <laughs> but 90s television is just tugs at the heartstrings of everyone. There's a nostalgia that can't be beat. Oh, I'm not going to compare him to uh, the girl from 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> Good pull. Good pull. The only two things that she's been in. All right. Well, more matchups. Um, she has a weird name. I think she's Russian or something. What? Alex Mack? Yeah. Um, oh, man. What is her name? Speaking of hot Russians, Eliza Dushku is one of my favorite uh, uh, Secret Joneses. Oh, yeah. She's great. Oh, yeah. It's Larissa Olenek. 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 Uh, that might be like Slavic. No, uh, that sounds more. Hey, let's let's not tread into dangerous territory of racially profiling, ethnically profiling people by their names. What's wrong with that? Uh, um, we need another Olympics, another ethnic Olympics that we had. What is what? No, what is the uh, Nordic? I think it's Nordic. Oh, like the exercise equipment, like a race war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're infamous for starting race wars, Pete. Whites win again. Oh, man. So, uh, speaking of two white people, we have, we've got, uh, you know, Brett, Seven Costanza versus Mother Boy XXX, two of the lowest scoring or projected scores of the week. Um, well, partially because, Brett, both of them don't have kickers. Okay. Maybe they just agreed not to start their kickers. I don't know. Is that collusion, though? I think it is. Um, I don't know. I just, I, in my other league, I have, I just picked up a kicker today cause I had, uh, I was holding that roster spot. I had Jay Cutler. So <laughs> there, I'm, they have plenty of time to get a kicker. I you know, my fun kickers are well-documented. In fact, I've, uh, my last, um, three picks have been Abuelo Aguayo, Jay Cutler, Bastion Janikowski. Um, I'm going to draft another kicker. Kickers are meaningless, so I'm drafting a lot of them. I know that doesn't make any sense. But. No, that, that makes a little sense, but I guess it makes it easier to get rid of them when you see somebody else on the waiver that you want. I mean, this, this league is only eight teams, so there's plenty of talent on the waiver wire at this point. Oh, uh, well. Well, not a, enough about your other leagues, Pete. I think we should talk about more about me. We can talk more about you, just not more about your other leagues, Pete. Jay Cutler has a week zero bye. You know what that means? 17 games. Got a big dick cutty. Oh, man. Have you been watching his show? How is it? It's amazing. Have you not been watching it? No, I've been catching up on Rock of Love. Oh, yeah. Um... It's on Hulu, all three seasons. It's incredible. Julie was just captivated by it. Oh, I can imagine. That's definitely worth a revisit. It um, is, and it's in uh, standard 4 by 3 dimensions, so you got two big black bars on the either side of your widescreen TV because that's how old the show was. Now that makes me feel old. Oh, I'm I'm sorry about that, but apparently it was the highest rated VH1 show in history at the time of its airing. 
<laughs> okay. I mean, that's mildly interesting. But yeah, I mean, with the way that things go, that the inflation, you know, inflation, things are just going to keep on breaking records. Well, of course. But, still you know. The high, still the highest here. Oh, you're on the clock again. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there are any more funny kickers to draft. All right. Well, we'll hope that Brett and Blacka get some kickers in there and do something with it. Oh, that means they're gonna have to they're gonna have to drop some people from their their teams here. It looks like they've got some decent people on the bench. I'm interested. I'll be watching the waivers to see who gets who falls. My roster is complete. Good for you. All right. Last matchup: Face Police versus GM's Jerky Boys. Um, what do you got think? Some- Hi, we got some good quarterback play here. Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson versus Cam Newton, Dak Prescott. We'll see what Dak looks like this year. But he'll have Zeke from day one, which is great for him and the whole offense. Oh, and Zeke. He's got uh, Zeke. Oh, wow. Travis got both, Dak and Zeke. So looking looking pretty good, but I'm going to have to hand it. I think this is going to go to – I think it's going to Vaughn. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give Vaughn the lock of the week. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, two things jump out to me. Um, first, the disparity in kicker. Um, Justin Tucker is projected to score ten point nine two points, and Will Lutz is projected to score ten point nine one points. So kicker is almost a dead even heat, but Vaughn gets slight edge there. Um, and then I noticed that Aaron Rodgers is projected to score 22.18 points, which is going to be hard for him to do from the hospital. I'm going to make Travis my lock of the week. Okay. Well, you don't outscore Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Maybe that's why Vaughn drafted Rodgers. Aaron Brotherhood. The Aaron Brotherhood. Oh, man. That, that should be his new team name. <laughs> that that would work out really well, um, man. So and that you with the kicker disparity there, you brought up a, a good point that made me think of what our uh, what everybody should be aware of this week. Week one is uh, the the payout goes to the highest scoring wide receiver. So in my case, I have four running backs instead of four wide receivers playing. So maybe I should get Josh Gordon in there and uh, swing for the fences for the highest scoring wide receiver. Yeah. I'm always I'm all about swinging for the fences. You know that. I know, Pete. You just you know. And I know though that uh, I think you came on a little too strong, Ben, with the uh, changing the uh, different things that happened for the weekly payout. But I think if we make a like a rolling list of ideas that you know we, we have time to think about uh, instead of you know just that was just too much to think about right in the moment. But anyway. I think I, I like the idea of trying, kind of changing it up because I don't even know, you know what's going on. Anyway. But um, what about the lowest scoring kicker that starts and finishes a game? That would be fun because you, you get nothing out of your kicker, so you're like, fuck, bummer. But then you're like, well, I won the weekly uh, payout at least. Yeah, I, I don't think they have to finish the game, but they definitely have to be the ones starting it. I, I, you can't fault somebody for getting hurt in the game. As yeah, a kicker's, so I guess yeah. But 
the, the lowest scoring kicker that plays. Well, I guess, yeah, just the lowest scoring kicker who gets over, actually scores a, a point. Well, no, I guess they wouldn't have to score a point. You can't just have the spot blank or, you know, pick up Roberto Aguayo or some, you know, somebody that's not going to play in the league or the week. I mean, you'd also be stupid because you're throwing, you know, the bigger prize is obviously scoring points. But if it just so happens that, you know, your kicker only scores 10.91 points and everybody else's other kicker scores at least 10.92, then uh, you win 20 bucks. All right. Well, Pete, I like the comment. And instead of on week 13, the highest point leader getting the payout, I'm changing it to the lowest, lowest scoring kicker. That's one of the more, that's one of the better ones. What? You know, fire out. Was that one? That's a good, like, oh, yeah, I'm getting rewarded for the, the highest points. Well, then take a look at the, they're in the rules. Take a look at the weeks. Uh, I think we have plenty of time to, we can adjust these. I think that as long as we, nobody is adjusting their team to try to win these, it's just kind of a bonus that happens. So I think we can, if, as long as we're two weeks away, we could definitely uh, change those. Ben, can you do me and everyone else a favor? Um, I guess I could probably do it too. What's I'm that? just just posting. Uh, last year, you had all of the um, you know weekly whatever weekly winner things just in on the league site, so you know, easy access. Oh yeah, I'll do that right now. That's easy. Yeah. All right, Pete, we're coming on time here. What you can make a commission note, right? Yes. So that it's always there. Yep. Okay. Perfect. So we're coming on uh, time. Uh, we've it's been so enjoyable hearing all your alerts for your uh, draft here. And uh, yeah, you got any closing thoughts? Anything? What's your outlook on the season, Pete? I mean, I'm I'm gushing. I am. I'm gonna think of a dirty joke, but I don't know. Catholic girl on her first day of college at ASU. Just gushing. Uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, I was obviously it's fucking football, so I was stoked about it to begin with, and then the Khalil Mack trade went down. So I'm, I'm always the most excited I've ever been for a bear season every single year. But this is definitely the most excited I've ever been for a bear season this year. Okay. Now let's oh. get your. I'll, I'll be honest too. Um, prediction for the Bears Packers just because it's Bears Packers week and let's do it. Uh, I'll go first to prove to you that I'm going to get this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers does finish the game, probably. I do honestly think the Bears are going to win. Um, I think that the, the line of seven and a half or eight is, is just way too high. Um, I can see the Bears. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a much closer game than that in either direction. I can see, uh, I, th- I think and hope the Bears are going to win. Um, let's say 28-24. 27-24. Bears. All right. Well, I'm thinking it's going to be 24-17 Packers. I think uh, Aaron throws three touchdowns. One to his running back. Which running back? I, I don't know. Well, it's not going to be Aaron Jones, right? He's the one. One of them suspended. No, it's Jamal. 
or is it Aaron? Aaron, yeah. Uh, yeah. Patrick, hey, Khalil Mack won't know the playbook enough. He won't have enough time to study the tape on Aaron, so he won't be getting back there. Aaron will sidestep. He'll point to Danica in the crowd and then smile, wink, throw a touchdown, do the uh-huh. belt, and then that's how they go. God. You know, I know Aaron Rodgers is gay because he traded in Olivia Munn for Danica Patrick. Mm. Which kind of looks like a dude. <laughs> you, you're channeling your best Dane Cook, aren't you? Or no, that's uh, Daniel Tosh. What, he says that uh, yeah, he's got a joke that, what, you think Danica Patrick is hot? Yeah, maybe when she's, you know, driving past her hair's hanging out the window and she comes in last place, but she's five foot nothing and bow-legged. It's a pretty good bit. Everybody needs to go back. We need some more Daniel Tosh. Less less TV Daniel Tosh, more uh, comedy special Daniel Tosh. I see him. I don't remember. I think, oh no, I saw Jessalyn live. Oh, that's good. All right. Well, so everybody, uh, a little plug again. So the Marcus King band going to be in Petaluma next week. Going to see him. I'm thrilled to thrilled, thrilled to see him. So we'll send you out with a little bit of that. And oh, uh, our theme music. Oh, okay. I got the what theme music it? here, too. Yeah, but the people got it at the beginning. I, you know, yeah. that, that, that's fine. That's fair. Fair. I'll, I'll throw in the theme music. It's fine. Just... Willie, if you're out there, we appreciate it. No yeah. harm. I love it. Uh, Maybe we'll another song for us. Yeah, I, I would love that too. All right. Well, thanks uh, if you made it this far, and uh, we'll be much more cleaner and uh, polished in the future as Pete's not drafting and we got more of an agenda. So, good luck, everybody. Great pod. Love you, Ben. Love you, ba- love you, Ben. Love you, Ben. <laughs> love you, Pete. Uh, love you guys. Uh, here's your fantasy. Alrighty, goodbye.